Hey friends, welcome back to Flourishing in Faith. I'm Alexis, and if you're on your daily walk, drive to work slash school, or simply just making dinner at home, I pray that these conversations bring glory to God and ultimately draw you closer to Him. And decree that your relationship with God will flourish and faithful fruit will be the evidence of that. Alrighty, friends, I am out of town right now. I'm actually in Tennessee with my sister. Um, if you don't know, my sister lives in Tennessee. I actually live in North Carolina, so about five hours away. Really fun. Um, but I have a video episode, but I'm recording it on my phone. So you still have YouTube episodes, but it's going to be a little bit less of quality. But we still doing it. We still have our podcast mic. Good, wonderful audio quality. Um, but during this week, I had actually transitioned from ending Isaiah to going into Jeremiah. And if you know, um, if you know Jeremiah, I love Jeremiah 1, probably one of my favorite chapters of the Bible. And I was just praying and I was just reading over it and I uh, was reading in the commentary because I hadn't read it in my new Bible I'm reading, Jeremiah 1. And I haven't read it in my new Bible because my Bible that I got now has like commentary, has some like more insight into the, um, the word, it has some commentary and whatever like theologians are saying about the this specific passage of scripture some context different things so I was reading through the context and it was really sticking out to me basically verse 8 through 10 and so I thought I'd go ahead and read that to you and just kind of talk about what God has really been revealing to me through this so he said I'm gonna start actually I'm gonna start in verse 5 so Jeremiah 1 5 before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Then said I, Ah, the Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a youth. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am young, for you shall go to all whom I send you, and I shall command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over nations and over kingdoms to root out and pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. Wow. That all just is so speaking out to me. Because right now in our generation, I feel like especially my generation, the enemy is really trying to silence our voice and trying to degrade us in our value and I love how the the Bible in like verse 8 says do not be afraid of their faces for I am with you to deliver you I am with you to deliver you and to set you free from the patterns of the world it reminds me of Romans 12 too that God is going to set us free from that conformity to this world and to deliver us from that and to give us true transformation of our minds that we can find freedom even in this world that we're living in today. Even as the world gets crazier, as the world gets more and more um, crazier, because as we get closer to you know heaven, it it's obviously going to get worse before it gets better, obviously. But while we're in this place it's a constant sanctification it's a constant holy state of holiness and a state of growing closer to god but i love how just simplest the simplicity of how god said do not be afraid of their faces for i am with you to deliver you and he basically is saying that you will say don't be afraid because you will say what i have told you to say and i will 
deliver you through that and I will he touched his mouth and he sanctified his mouth and basically he said that I will set you over nations over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down to destroy and to throw out to build and to plant and I think I found three things that really God spoke out to me or you know kind of highlighted to me in this was um, to stop voicing disqualification to speak obediently to God's bidding and to refuse to fear so to stop voicing disqualification because basically like do you have to be afraid you know because we often because Isaiah because Jeremiah was like but I am I'm, I'm young I'm of youth I'm of youth and you could think of like Moses when he was when he had that speech impediment like he made that excuse about I I have these things that I'm I'm I have struggle with like I could say before I was I I have like kind of a stutter in some sense of if I talk too fast or if I I mess up my words sometimes but I don't need to be voicing this disqualification over myself because your voice and your words have power of life and death as we know from the word of the book of the word of God so something that I encourage you guys to do especially if you want to be if you're you know wanting to be in ministry and you feel the call of ministry over your life stop voicing the disqualifications or even letting the lies of the enemy over yourself and letting the enemy have a seat at your table with your words because it's so important your words and just the positive affirmations of yourself but also the godly affirmations of yourself that I am chosen I was fearfully made and God will speak through me. I don't need, you know, my disqualifications, my, my weakness, he is made strong, like it says in the Bible. So, you know, and my weakness, praise God, because I know God's going to be strong in that and he is perfected in my weakness. And that thing, something that we can voice over instead of voicing this disqualifications, start voicing scriptural, you know, affirmations and things that are by the by the word of god and that's something that we all every one of us even if you're not even called to ministry we need to have that in our in our daily life because the enemy is going to be so loud especially as we are on social media and as we are on all these things the enemy is going to be loud and he's going to be screaming at you and he has been and i just really pray of our generation that we would not let the word curses that people have spoken over us or that we've spoken over ourselves we just kind of block those and we rebuke those in the name of jesus because those truly matter and they your words truly matter if they're of life of death and people other people's words but especially your words over yourself even what you think in your mind even with what you have in the back of your head like i'm not i'm not good enough i even those those things in the back of your head they truly 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 take a toll on you and you don't realize how much it does until it like shows up in different scenarios and different things but you don't realize it so don't stop voicing the disqualifications okay number two speaking obediently to god's bidding um i think a lot of us obedience is something that's kind of hard and also speaking obediently because like i loved how God was like, you're going to go to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Simple as that. You're going to go where I tell you to go. You're going to speak where I tell you to speak. And a lot of people are like, how do you know that you're hearing God, Alexis? 
And I'm like, there's a peace that passes all understanding. There's a peace. There's a, I, I, a lot of times I'm guided by peace. Like if I feel so much peace about something, about like a situation, about a circumstance, or if I'm reading my Bible and even something in the Bible will confirm what I'm reading or even a spiritual leader or like a mentor that I talk to about it and they kind of give me confirmation from God, God will always confirm his word and it will always be backed up by scripture. That's why you always have to be constantly in your word and constantly in communication with God through the word of God. And in prayer and that's why we have to whenever God speaks we have to be obedient quickly quickly um God really honors speedy obedience even if we don't understand why we're obeying or why we're going to this certain place or why are we um shifting this certain way but God really honors the obedience of that and he really he just really honors that because you chose to be obedient quickly and not letting you know because we often overthink things very easily especially in our culture we overthink things so god just really honors that so speaking obediently and being obediently quickly quickly um quick obedience has been really something that god's been like speaking to me about just being quickly obedient um like daily steps of obedience is something that has been like kind of like my phrase for this whole entire year daily steps of obedience i don't know if i've talked about this in the podcast before but i thought i'd just kind of talk about it for a second in the beginning of this year i had no idea what i wanted to do for the end of the year now i know halfway through the year what i'm going to be doing i i got accepted to a program at the end of the year but before that i had no idea and it was kind of stressful to think about the end of the year because I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know all these things. I have so many question marks at the end of the year. But God just assured me, Alexis, take daily steps of obedience. Just focus on today. Just focus on today. Focus on what you can obey today. Focus on what you can do today. And let me tell you how much freedom and how much just like, (laughs) how much just less stress I was feeling throughout this whole year because I just decided, I just, I made up my mind that I was going to take daily steps of obedience, that whatever door opens today, I'm just going to walk through it and I'm going to see what God has for me today. Whatever, you know, I I would even not even plan, I honestly, I've only really planned weeks in advance like every week is kind of like a new plan because half the time my weeks change so quickly because my job one of my jobs I have two jobs one of my jobs only gives schedules out once a week so I only I don't really know until that week when I'm going to be working where I'm going to be so it's really it's really a daily step of obedience because I don't know what I'm where I'm going to be going who I'm going to even meet what doors are going to be open so just the thought, like the, the amount of freedom that I had with just being obedient today. That's all I got to worry about, being obedient today. Walking through the doors that God has for me, you know, being thankful for the closed, door that he ha- closed doors that he's closed for me. Just be very thankful and just kind of not make me less stressed. Okay, that's all I got to say about that. And then the third thing is to refuse to fear. Fear is a choice. Fear is an emotion that is something that we all experience. There's a reverential kind of fear for God. The fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom. We hear about that in, in Proverbs. It's like a rever- reverential fear. And 
it's kind of like God's obviously higher than us he can strike me down in a second you know just kind of understanding just how powerful God is and that's kind of the reverential fear but the fear that I'm talking about right now is the fear of a man and the fear of the things of this world um and fear of the enemy and fear different things like that fear of death all that kind of stuff and we have to refuse that. We have to refuse to fear. Literally, my um, commentary was saying how to refuse to fear. And I think that's so powerful. And I love, because God's like, do not be afraid. There's so many in the Bible. I think, I think if I'm right, there's like 365, like, do not be afraid in the Bible. I'm pretty sure I'm right. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Comment down below. But I'm pretty sure I'm right. That there is, for every day, there's a do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. And that's why it's a daily thing. But it's a refusal to fear. It's a refusal to back down to the world standard of fear. Because we have faith. We have faith. It's the opposite, the opposite of fear is faith. And we have that trust in God that we have, we have to refuse to fear. I refuse to fear because I'm not going to let that fear of man, that fear of just this world and the terrible things that obviously it is in this world. I'm, I'm going refu- to refuse to let that affect me and let that affect my heart and let that affect what God's doing in the here and now. And because it can obviously affect you. It can affect you in a negative, negative way if we let fear continue because it can affect our faith. It can try to steal our joy, which is something that we don't want. We, we want joy. Obviously, joy is ours. We are sons and daughters of Jesus Christ. Joy is, is you know, ours as um, because we are adopted into, into the kingdom of God. And so we have to refuse to let fear have a foothold in our life. I think um, fear tactics is something that we hear a lot in like people don't like church sometimes because of like fear tactics, like they bring on like the end times are here, you know, and they bring all those type of things and to like, you know, push people to um, have salvation because they're like those fear tactics. Um, people think about that whenever they think of fear but I'm thinking like a fear of of man fear of you know as I said fear of death fear of um worry over certain things fear and worry those two things cause anxiety and depression and what if we today today daily things what if we truly today just decided I'm gonna refuse fear and instead I'm gonna pick up this word of God and I'm going to read Psalms 91. I'm going to read, uh, literally, because, you know, we often, we all get into points where we're like, oh, that's kind of scary. Um, you know, we have different, <laughs> like, times in our life where maybe you watched a scary movie or maybe you watched a sad movie. Like yesterday, no, two days ago, I watched the Titanic. It was very sad. I didn't very, I didn't like that movie. I liked it. It was cool, educational, I guess, but it was kind of sad. And so afterwards, to cheer me up and to kind of help me out, I read Psalm 91 and, you know, reading it, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God and him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the pestilence 
peerless pestilence. He shall cover you with his feathers, and his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. He shall not be afraid of the terror by night, or the air that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks by dark, dark, walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand in your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked, because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor any plague shall come near your dwelling, for he shall give the angels charge over you. To keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot, because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall come upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. How easy was that? That was literally maybe one minute maybe one minute of me just reading that what if we just utilize the word this is our sword y'all think about ephesians this is our sword this word of god is something that is so powerful and like i talked about in the beginning of this podcast episode our words matter our words are life and death over us so something that i want you guys to practice um especially if you kind of i don't know why on the podcast this past couple podcasts i've been really honing in on this fear and this anxiety and this depression and how it's really overtaken our generation but something that i really would love you for you to practice is to find scriptures in the bible kind of like prayer like scriptures that you just know you're like that scripture i need to memorize i need to read out loud like psalm 91 or even psalms 23 or different verses in the bible that you're like that really is wonderful also matthew 6 just things that you can just pick out and be like okay i'm just gonna flip that page i'm gonna read it out loud and it's just god's gonna holy spirit's gonna gonna work through it and let me tell you how much power is in the word of god when you speak it out loud and just how much peace covers you how much joy covers you how much restoration you get from just reading the bible out loud and reading it not even out loud but just reading it and just letting it cover you letting it just cover you with some peace and um you'll be definitely changed for the better if you if you just start to like read it like five five minutes a day five minutes a day just try it just do it see how much of a difference it makes in your life it truly 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 does and also journaling journaling really helps me out with even just emotions and you know with processing our emotions and trying to instead of bottling things up instead of letting things kind of stew write things down talk to god in your prayers maybe make a prayer journal maybe you're kind of like i don't know how to talk to god i don't know how to you know really talk to god 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 understands your prayer journals so write it all out write out your prayers write out your write out just what's going on in your life just lay it all at, out at jesus's feet because people the enemy would would love to distract you and get you to stew on these things and get you to really just worry and have that wallowness of worry but at the same time there's resources that we can utilize to be able to deal with these things because obviously life is hard friends life is hard but at the same time that i know a god 
I know a God <laughs> that is so good and that he can save and restore you. And we have to just allow him to work, but we also have to put into work ourselves. We also have to be willing to be sanctified, be willing to learn, be willing to grow, be willing to let go of maybe some things in order to let God in in certain places of our life. Alrighty. I'm so happy we got to talk today. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. If you want to follow, like, subscribe, give, leave a five-star review, do all the things, that would be greatly appreciated. Um, I pray that, you know, this conversation today was just really um, encouraging to you, but also just had a fun time talking and just talking about just the word talking about God, talking about our emotions and different things. I pray that this was what, comment down below, one thing that you, um, just stuck out to you. I'd love to hear just kind of what stuck out to you if you're, if you're still here, <laughs> if you're still here after all that, but yeah. Alrighty friends, I will see y'all next week on the podcast and I have on my Instagram, podcast, Instagram, all the things in the links in the show notes below. Alrighty. Bye friends.